Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Between Bites with Nina Compton and Larry Miller on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast network. We are joined by culinary royalty, Chef Duke Chase, the oh, fourth. Thank you so much, Chef, and thank you for that gracious time. I'm glad to have <laughs> That's the way I, you know, your family is culinary royalty. We all know that. And, you know, when I first moved to the city, your family welcomed me, your grandmother really made me feel so special and welcome to the city and she's like listen you need to keep pushing you know as a woman as a chef we need to keep things going keep keep things tight and right so I'm sure that she gave you a lot of insight as that coming up so tell me you know as a part of the, the, the family at a very young age what was your like your fondest or your first memory like in the kitchen? Yeah, you know, we all of us grew up in that restaurant, but in terms of getting in the kitchen, my first memory was washing dishes. You mm-hmm. know, my grandmother always her work ethic was just above anything I've seen before. But she always wanted you to get started and build that foundation and start you in the right way. So I started washing dishes and taking out the trash and then I became the uh, go-to person, you know, Duke, go get me an onion, I would go grab <laughs> more onions, go get more garlic, go bring me some cayenne pepper, this, that, and the other. And that's really how I started to learn as mm-hmm. a young age, just to go get this extra ingredient and sit there and watch what she was going to do with it. Yes. And then I would, she would say, taste this and taste that, and I would taste it and uh, try to go home and recreate it. And I would recreate it, bring it back to my mom who would taste it and as a mother, she loved everything I made. Of course. Which wasn't right. So then I would bring it to my grandmother, and she was like, oh, you need to cook it a little bit. <laughs> a little and that's how I learned. So I would try to, you know, it took me five times making stewed chicken. My mom loved every one of them, and my grandmother just perfected everyone as right. I brought it back. A little more salt, a little more roux, a little more this, that, and the other. Uh, and that's really how I got my start and just fell in love with the kitchen. Yeah, she was a tough cookie. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she would was. let you know if, you, if it wasn't spot on or her way. Yes, I remember when we went to her funeral, 
and the staff that had been with her since day one and they were talking about like their first day of being in that kitchen and she was just bossing everybody around and she was telling people like get me this flour and if they didn't do it fast enough she just pick it up and do it herself and you know they just talked about how she was just such a strong you know even keeled but she knew what she wanted that, that's exactly right she knew what she wanted and even till you know 96 in her passing she was in that restaurant at, and, and we still have that table to this day yes. was her command post as she got older and couldn't move as she wanted to she still was in that kitchen making sure she was leading us and directing us the way she wanted food to come out that yes. kitchen and when I when I would come and see her you know I'd drop maybe flowers off or just pop in and say hello and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like, she's probably not in the kitchen. They said, she's in the kitchen. Just go back there. And there she was. And I would tell her every single time, I'm like, Miss Lear, you got to put your feet up and relax. She says, no, I'm at home. Yeah. And, you know, if, if, to our listeners, if you haven't been to this restaurant and you walk in, you feel like you're surrounded by family, even though you're not. Like, the second you walk in, Every family member is involved some way, whether they're answering the phones, you know, greeting at the hostess stand, you know, cooking the food for you. It's every point is made by somebody in this family. And I think that's such a true, beautiful feeling because you walk in, everybody's so gracious and just happy. And it's just like you walk in, you feel like you're just surrounded by this warmth. And not many restaurants can say that they have that feel or that effect when you come in. So. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. And, and I'm smiling big because that lets me know we, we're still getting it right. Still, uh, yes, after. From the foundation that my grandparents built. And, and that's exactly what she wanted you to feel and what we want you to feel. You yes. know, when you walk in the Dookies, we want you to feel that family atmosphere. Uh, it's not by mistake when you look outside that that building is three different homes. Mm-hmm. We connected them. So yes. we want you to get that home feeling when you walk in that foyer and greeted by Tracy or my father mm-hmm. and welcome to Dookie Chase. All the way to people checking on your table to if you're coming back in the kitchen, we're going to say hello. Yes. And now we have Zoe Chase. Yes. The fifth generation. The fifth generation. Fifth that generation. is so amazing and I remember that she worked with us actually after Hurricane Ida Mm -hmm. and we were doing a fundraiser to help people and it was the craziest service (laughs) I mean it was I said can you work on this Wednesday I'm like it's very busy we have 160 reservations and we had just this was the first day of service after opening up after Ida and we had not a sauce, nothing was made, we were scrambling, and I remember she was doing the, the tete de moine tarts, uh-huh. and I mean, it was chaos, and she was just doing it with a smile, and uh-huh. now she's, she's, she's basically running the kitchen, right, under, yeah, your, under, she, under, your, under your wing. She is, she, she's taking over, uh, Zoe is taking over, which is, which is great, because it's good to see that next generation had that same passion and love, not only that I had, but my grandmother had and everybody that came through that restaurant yes. had. So you know that that business continuity is there, but you also know that same love, that passion, that foundation of why we do it and what we do it for yes. is there as well. Well, I think this, it's just a sense of pride, family yes. pride. And I think that, you know, Miss Leah was such a strong force that nobody that either worked for her or as a family member want to let her down. 
Right. And I think that is a driving force because for me, she said to me, she put a hand on my shoulder, she said, you have to make it. I said, I'm trying this. She's like, no, 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 you have to make it. Right. And I'm like, okay, still to this day, I still feel the pressure of her, <laughs> you know, because it's when you have somebody that's legendary and, you know, it's, she was so humble in what she did and mm -hmm. she was just focused on her restaurant and just being in her restaurant around people. Um, I think that's something that I aspire to be because she did it so well for so long. You know, 1941, this restaurant was open and she not only was a, a chef and, you know, fed people, but she created a safe haven for civil rights movements, right. you know, and to, to say, this is a restaurant, but we're also going to do other things for the community. That's huge. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the more I think about it, I think, you know, my grandparents, their love and their passion, not only for the restaurant, for the community, and passing that down or ensuring that that foundation was passed down for us, they were pretty wise. Because what they would do is bring us all along at a very young age. Not to say that you have to do this, but they were just exposing us. Mm -hmm. And when I think back, as we try to do with our own kids, it's, it's really forming our life to know that this is not work, this is what this family is about, this right. is what we do. So as we get older, yeah, sure, we're going to do charity and we're going out in the community because that's what we know, that's mm -hmm. how we grew up. Right. So they were, they were really wise as, as including us at such a young age to say, guys, we're not just about serving food, great food on a plate here at this restaurant, we are so much more, we want you to experience the art the culture. We want to get you outside of these four walls at Dookie's yes. and go feed the community, serve the community. And and that has been the balance of how we have that longevity, right? Yes. You've talked about the pandemic. You talked about Hurricane Ida, Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Betsy. We've able, been able to withstand all of that because the community has supported us. Yes. And I think that's the give and take. We support you and you support us right. and we love every bit of it. Well, I heard, I, I forget, it might have been Frank Brightson that was telling me that when Katrina hit, you know, he was going to, he came back to check on his restaurant. And he said that they had boys in the community that was standing on each corner of Dookie Chase, making sure that nobody would go into the building. And that's a sign of respect to know that people are basically bodyguards for this restaurant, you know, and it's, it's that says a lot. It, it does, and you know, we grew up with a lot of that happening, you know, it, as people would walk by and we would say, oh, you can't sit on this step, this is Miss Ducky's step, no. so you can't drop anything here, this is Miss Ducky's thing, and you're right, for Katrina, we were gone for two weeks, we didn't lose a piece of that artwork. Right. Uh, everything not, not, came not back, not, not from any vandalism or anything like that, of course, the floodwaters right. uh, went in, but every the community pr protected protected that building and that says a lot yeah that says a lot because it's respect but yeah. well, we, we're trying to keep it going yes so we yes the, you are and the, you the know next it, generation is trying to continue that legacy and build upon it you guys feel pressure every day you know I, I don't know if there's pressure we we do know that that what what that Dookie Chases means to the community. Mm -hmm. We do know what our responsibility is and what our role is. Of course, you know, we grew up with it, but I think it's it's a good pressure, right? It's a good thing to have, uh, and I wouldn't give it up for the world. To be in that position, to follow in the footsteps of somebody of that magnitude, yes. right? 
and everybody says, you know, who's coming up behind us? I said, it's not who, it's the family. It's right. not one person that can carry the load that she was able to carry or my grandfather was able to carry. It takes all of us now. Yes. Uh, and we're all involved, so that's a good thing. So we're all picking up a piece of that weight and moving along and hopefully making her proud and my grandfather proud. But I speak to him every day when I walk in that restaurant. And, and yeah, I, I understand those days when it's chaos. I say, look, Grams, I need your help. We gotta oh, get through my it. God, dude, uh, you're like... So, and, and she gets us through it, uh, yeah. you know. I am, like, tearing up right now because it, it just shows you that it's the faith. Yeah. You know, more than anything, it's not about... It's just really about keeping it all together and, yeah. and in the family. And I think that... When you talk about, like I said, family-owned, it is, it is every aspect of it is is for the family, and you know, I'm sure that Thanksgiving and Christmas is a big family affair, right, at the house. Oh, well, we, we get together Thanksgiving, Christmas, any weekend. We all can get together. Our family, uh, we love to get together, so it can be. How many people are at the house? Oh, 60, 65 <laughs> every quarter, right? I mean, you talk about just sitting down on a Sunday watching the Saints game. Right. We're throwing a big party. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and that's the struggle with the birthday parties for your kids now, because you say, all right, do I invite the school class? Because <laughs> I know I have 60 coming from the family. Right, and if right. I add another 30, I got 100. <laughs> Where do we need to go to host Right, this? right. Uh, but you hit on that topic. That is what this family has been about, is faith and family. I have a mural in the airport restaurant uh, that Ayo Scott did, and he allowed us to just write a few things on there. And we said, look, we're just going to write two things above each part of her shoulders. One was faith, one was family. Aww. And that was her driving force. That's what kept us all together. That's what's keeping us all going now. That is so wonderful. Yeah. That is so wonderful. So what do you do on your days off? Oh, all my days <laughs> off. Uh, funny, all my days off, I'm with family. You know, yeah. my kids are playing travel sports now, and, and many of my cousins are. But we have this land in Sun, Louisiana, which is about 25 minutes outside of Madisonville, where my grandmother grew up. And that's a place where we do the family gatherings. We okay. have a pond, we can fish, we can barbecue, we can relax. That's we can kind nice. Of just check out for a minute. Yeah. It's only 50 mile, fifty minutes away, and then we can drive back to the city and get that's back to nice. work. Because that was something that she was very fond of with, like, the strawberries. Mm -hmm. That was something that yeah, she... Yeah, so in Madisonville, she grew up working in the strawberry patch, and she had, we still have a lot of family that's still in, in some of those original homes and in that original community in Madisonville. So we always, you know, this place is a perfect middle ground from the New Orleans folks and the Madisonville yes. folks for us to meet up and just kind of hang and, and relax a little bit. That's great. That's yeah. great. Do you cook on your days off? My wife cooks on my days off. Uh, do, you do you critique her? I, no, <laughs> I try not to. Uh, the kids help us out. And you know, the funny thing about it is we have things that each one of us does a little bit better than others. So okay. let's say if we're making stewed chicken, my kids will say, oh, daddy didn't make this one. But if, <laughs> if we're doing lasagna... Daddy, you made this one because it doesn't taste like mama's. Okay. So it's, it's that balance in the kids. They'll let you know straight. Oh, yes, they this will. This one's better than this <laughs> <Yes>. one. <laughs> but no, we have fun. And now the kids are getting old and they like to play in the kitchen. And they, they, their uh, course is dessert. So whatever they decide. Okay. My son loves chocolate-colored strawberries. My daughter does the brownies and 
cupcakes and all that other good stuff. But it's always a good time to just sit down around the table and, and talk about your day. You know, how was yes, school? How yes. was this? What's going on? And that's what, you know, I think my grandmother really loved in her restaurant and what she was able to do and set the stage for was get people around the table and have conversation and dialogue like we're doing here today. That's what we do. Right. It's come and not only celebrate with us, but create a memory and then create an experience where you can just have a conversation either with friends, families, or people you're just meeting for the first time. Yeah, that's wonderful. So do you think your kids are going to be in the kitchen? I hope, you know, I, I don't know. I think we all find our way back, you know. My grandmother would always say she educated us outside of the restaurant. You know, many of our, my cousins, my, including myself, I have an economics and finance degree, a master's degree in business. And then we would go on and work in corporate America. But since growing up in that restaurant, you find that passion at early yes, age. So yes. when you see the kids running around in the back office or Holy Thursday gumbos, they have their folding boxes. We're starting that initiation, so and hopefully starting that passion of what we do. Of course, we're going to send them off to get their education right. and whatever they want to do. But many of us find our way back home. Tracy, who's in the restaurant yes. at the front house, she's a nursing degree. Eve has an accounting degree. Yes. They all started off, but we find our way back yeah, home. Yeah, I love that. It's yeah. you're giving them the subtle hints yeah, at a yeah. very young age, right. like, hey, you can do this, but you're really gonna be here. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta come back and continue this. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, like you said, right? I think with the family, I think that the natural progression is to head back in there mm-hmm. because it's you want to keep it going. You do. You, know? you, you, you sense mm-hmm. that that responsibility of, of you have to keep it going. Uh, and that's that's what I'm proud of is that each generation steps up and they get that same thing that the next one got is oh the guys we have to do this this right, is our right. responsibility <clears throat> uh, and and you get the ones that's really passionate and they jump in and dive in and they move us forward right Zoe graduated from culinary school and I'm learning from Zoe just mm-hmm. as much as she may be learning from us there. Right. We're picking her brain and getting creative and trying different things that we wouldn't no- normally do. Yeah, and I, and you know, it's I think for her this is such a great moment because she is the woman in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And she is going to be running it for the next 30, 40 years. So I hope so. Yeah, and it's if not, there's that next generation coming behind. There's a lot of uh, young ones in the fifth generation that loves to cook. And, you know, oddly enough, Zoe's been teaching. We'll get one young one in and Zoe say, come here, Victoria. Yeah. Let me show you how to do this and we'll do this and this, that, and the other. So she, she's teaching them young. But uh, yeah. I think having that leadership, and you touched on it, that, that kitchen led by a woman, especially Zoe, uh, it, it just brings you back to the history and what my grandmother has inspired to do and the reason why she was pushing you forward because you need that. You mm-hmm. need that. You got to keep pushing. Yeah. You got to keep showing that this is what we're doing. We can do it at the level of anybody else. Now, do you guys ever have like family fights on like the recipe should be like this or this is how, you know, granny taught me or... You know, we... we uh, because you guys seem very calm and always like yeah so I, I think it's it's good personalities you know I have a very laid back personality and we'll say you know I think we can do it this way and they'll try it this way and then we have that the third party family member or the arbitrator the taster right <laughs> taste these which one you like best right. which one should we go with and whatever they pick that's going to work perfect that's what we go with okay. so 
you know, it's, it's no really disagreement. It's, all right, you'll cook it this way, I'll do it this way. They're both probably all good, but let's get the other people and get the, which one's the best. So which, just, what do we want to right, put out right. there? Right, right. The voting panel yeah, gets involved. Sometimes That's great. you get overruled. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's, uh, it's been going great. And that's, that's one of the things that I love is when you see people coming into the restaurant that started coming with their parents at such a young age, maybe in their teens, and now they're adults or grandparents, and they say, you know what, that gumbo tastes the same as oh, I wow. remember when I was a child. And that touches my soul, because it knows that through all these iterations of pans coming in this kitchen, that we're still getting it right. Yeah. We're still following that basis that my grandmother did, whether I cooked it, Zoe cooked it, Cleo cooked it. Hitting Still. spot on, yeah, uh, and that's hard to do. But I, you know, I always smile when I hear that comment because that is the. I mean, if, as chefs, you know, when somebody says, "Oh, you know, something seems a little off today," mm -hmm. you're like, "Uh oh, yeah. you know, what happens? <laughs> what Why, what? what?" You know. So somebody says it still tastes the same because as chefs, we strive to be consistent every single time when people say. I hope the goat's the same today, and right. you're like, I hope so too. Yeah, and you both. Yeah, uh, so it, it's that constant pressure of executing every single time yeah. to be the consistent memory that people have. And that's that's hard to do. I want y'all to know that's that's not easy because uh, you hit on it, right? It, it could be not even what you're doing that's different. It could have been the product that you're working with coming in that might be slightly different, yes. but you're in a position to alter that recipe to get back to that same taste that you know, that palate, so you know how to tweak it along each and every step. Yes. Uh, which is not easy, but it's I'm not glad easy. we can get it done. It's not easy. Yeah. So in, where, where do you, as a family, um, draw inspiration for the restaurants? So where do we as a family draw inspiration to the restaurant? Because it just can be just, well, I have an idea for this. You know, you talk about the collective. Yeah, I'm going to say, you know, we always get together. We just had a meeting yesterday, Monday, since we're all closed. We, we do get together as a mm -hmm. family. And we strategize. Uh, and we say, what do we want to do, right? What do we, grandmother's 100th birthday is coming up. Oh, How wow. do we want to celebrate that? And right. we planned it out and we're getting ready to announce that soon. Uh, and then grandfather, uh, what do we want to do on this week? Or what do we want to do here? So it's a collective family uh, strategy moment that we just brainstorm, toss ideas. And some of that inspiration, a good bit of that inspiration is the community. Mm -hmm. You know, what's going on? What's going on right now in right. our time? What do we need to address? What don't we need to, you know, where do we want to fit in? And how can we help serve this community? Right. So I, our ideas and let's, let's do it. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So it's a lot of us, and, and we need a lot of us because everybody gets their little uh, committee or their right, right. Their <laughs> bring it back and say let's let's get it done. That's great. That I, I just love how you all align together. Yeah. You know, because that's that's not very easy. You know, and I have four siblings, and you know we're as thick as thieves. Right. If I need something, hey, I need help with this. There's no question. And for me, we've never had any disputes or anything. It's always about being there for my mom. You know, after my dad passed, it was anything for mom, mm -hmm. you know? And it's something that keeps us together is, you know, being together is, right. is the biggest thing for us. 
Yeah. And that's the same, you know, for us. I, I think it starts early. It's that connectivity that was started uh, with our family early on. You know, restaurant business is tough in terms of hours of work, right? Mm -hmm. But my grandparents always found that time, and most of the times it was at the restaurant, right? right? If we were open for Thanksgiving, we would service the community from 11 to 3. Everybody would leave, and the family comes to eat there at 5. Oh, that's, Same for yeah. Christmas, yeah. you know? So they found ways to say, all right, guys, we got to be here, but we still need family time. Absolutely. Some weekends we would take off and go do a picnic, and Memorial Weekend we would all travel to the beach. Some of these things we still do today is just mm -hmm. ingrained us every Memorial Day we, we're going to close Saturday evening and we all going to the beach and right. then we'll get back to work uh, but it, that when you start that close net early you know it, it just it's a routine it's part of, life, part yeah. of my life yeah. yeah yeah I love that and so tell me about the artwork you know because that's something that is so beautiful and every time I go like the last time we did our photo shoot mm -hmm. I was just admiring all of the beautiful stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so my grandmother started collecting art and my grandfather back in the day, you know, during the Civil Rights era, and they were, they were huge on showcasing for their community, right? When she grew up working in the French Quarter and seeing the fine dining tablecloths and this, that, and the other, where her community couldn't dine in, right? right? She wanted to create something like that for the community. So when she had the white tablecloths early on and started to look at the walls and she had a lot of artist friends to say, we can't showcase this beautiful art. She started collecting art and now we have walls and walls of, of part of art. And one of the things that we do now is we have a back wall with her portrait in the middle and that wall now revolves art every quarter. Oh, wow. She had collected so many, we ran out of space. Right. But I said, no, we got to keep doing what she started collecting for, was showcasing artists. So we have a back wall that we just slated. We're going to revolve this and showcase up-and-coming artists, African-American artists. And Love that. every quarter, we'll switch it out and put up some new. Uh, and you'll see that with every restaurant that we try to do, right? If you go into the airport in Liz Kitchen, I have art all over that wall. I have a mural. I have art all over the side that depicts her story. I'm getting ready to open up another restaurant on Gravia Street, and that is going to have a bunch of art. Oh, wow. Because uh, that's just what, what we know, right? Yeah. We want to showcase the culture of this city. We want to showcase the wonderful artists of the city. Uh, and the people of the city. That's why people come to New Orleans. It's for the people. Yeah. You know, they love this city. They love the culture. They love. They, they love it. Who we are uh, and the hospitality that we're able to provide and serve. Yeah, I mean, I have friends that come in and they're just like the people here are so nice. Oh, good. You know, and it's just that southern charm where they feel at ease. You know, and that's I think that's something great. You know. It is, and that's exactly what we want people to, to feel when they come to this city. We want you to fall in love with it the same way we have when just growing up in it and experience all just the wonderful people. So many different cultures, diverse cultures, and yes. you know how we all gel together and just love one another and just really just want to enjoy life, enjoy mm -hmm. people, enjoy life, and enjoy good food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a must. That yes. is a must. So what, what do you think was Miss Leah's favorite utensil in the kitchen oh wow her favorite oh, and, and, and then yours 
I don't know, her favorite utensil in the kitchen, mm-hmm. whether it was a spoon or a knife, but she was always stirring that pot. Yeah. Making, making something good, you know, whether it was a roux for gumbo, whether it was a sauce for, you know, a Creole sauce or etouffee mm-hmm. or for stewed chicken. But it, it, it really was that. But then, you, you, you know, she's, I can see her with the knife, and then you look up in her kitchen, there's a bunch of crosses in there, and a bunch mm-hmm. of pictures of family and friends. Uh, you know, ooh, that's a tough one. That's so, a tough yeah, one. Yeah, she just loved it all, man. I, 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 you know, that's, and I hope to get a little bit of that someday. I mean, you know, you talk about somebody who has a passion and a drive and a vision just to make uh, the world a better place, people mm-hmm. happy, and doing that through her means of a restaurant uh, is just fantastic. You're talking about somebody who had passed in June when she was 96, but was still in that restaurant that January of 96. Right. You know, that's that's a different work ethic it, than, it, than it, I know. It, it is, right? yeah. I, I don't know if I'll be in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right, uh, right, I, right. It's really having that same passion and drive that, that she had, and it's hard to find. Uh, so I don't, it's, it's, I don't know if we can recreate that. Mine would be... Uh, I, I don't know, you know, I, I, I love, it would be a spoon, but maybe it would be a a, a tasting spoon, because okay. what, what I love to do is I love to see other chefs come in and create and just allow me to taste and try to just learn from yeah. them, uh, yeah. you know, and, and that's what I love, that having Zoe there and, and really just letting her go and growing whatever you want you know she did a dinner on on my grandmother's birthday it was a five course meal and she said uncle what you think about this you know you can change it up I said I'm not changing a thing I said I don't know I hadn't seen it yet but we're gonna do exactly what you said we're gonna do and it worked out perfect but because that's what I want people to just be creative yeah you know, if, if we need to tweak some things along the way, let's do it. But not only are they helping me learn, you know, they have been creative and growing and getting right. that confidence. That was one of the things that my grandmother really wanted us to do when, when talking about culinary school. Right, I grew up in the kitchen uh, at 15 with her, and I didn't go to culinary school until I was maybe 24, 25. Oh, wow. But she really wanted me to go to culinary school. So I was talking with my parents uh, in Le Cordon Bleu in Paris, France, was out there. I was like, this would be pretty amazing. Oh, you, wow. So they sent me out there. My parents said, you can go. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I have no money. Right. Uh, but I went out there, had a great time, worked very hard. It was an intensive program, and we would start school at 8, leave at 6, and then I would stage at a restaurant, and then I came back, and my grandmother was so proud that that I accomplished that. And when I thought about it is, it wasn't that I learned anything new, but what it gave me was the confidence Mm -hmm. to approach anything, to see what other people were doing, other chefs doing outside of what I knew at Ducky Chase. To say, yeah, I can do it, and I can keep up with it. Right. So now that confidence level was on point. I think she knew that in the back of her head, and it's the reason why she pushed us to go to these uh, yeah. culinary school and get yes. that degree. How's your French? Oh, um, <laughs> not, not, not much at all. But you know, I learned kitchen languages. Yes. People always laugh when I say that, but. You know, I learned visually. So if I'm in the kitchen, in the first year, I had an English translator. The second, it was all in French. 
But I knew when you picked up an onion and when you picked up this and when you were butchering this right. and this, that, and the other, and you were making a roll, you were browning this. Right. I saw that, and I was able to taste it. So I was able to recreate it mm -hmm. at, at that point. Now, outside of that, going hanging out <laughs> at the pubs and having a conversation, that was a different, different <laughs> point. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. That is, that's a beautiful place. Yes, that is, that's, that's a blessing. Yeah. You know, not many people can say that they lived and went to school in, in Paris, yeah. you know, and that's the the best school that you can go to. Yeah, so I, I had a great time, great that's experience. Great. That's great. That's great. So what else is, is new? You guys opening a new restaurant? So we are. So I'm opening up a restaurant called Chapter 4. It'll be at 1315 Gravia Street uh, within the next, I guess, four weeks. Uh, wow. October, yeah, Congrats. So that is... Thank you. That's, yes. It's fun, exciting, and scary all yeah, at the same time. Yes, thing. yes, it uh, is. Congratulations. Thank you. But that one will focus on breakfast, lunch, and brunch. Oh, nice. Uh, so we'll be open 8 a.m. to 4 30 uh and just having having fun that, that'll be our little playground to have yeah. fun and experiment with a few things everybody loves a good breakfast and brunch they do they do yes, this, so that's why i decided i need to, I need to experience it. yeah, Let's yeah. Do it. lots of eggs <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it should be fun that's exciting but and we also have a lot a few more things that we have going on at ducky chase you touched on it earlier about the upstairs dining room that hosted a lot of the civil rights leaders uh, back in the day where they were able to strategize both black and white. We're renovating that room. Okay. Uh, so I'm renovating that room and that'll come online in 2023 as well. Uh, and that's exciting for us at Ducky Chase is mm -hmm. really to bring back that history and telling that story because a lot of younger folks are coming in, especially my age, saying, I hear about the upstairs dining room. Where is it? Right, Where is right. It? And now we'll be able to take you out That's there. That's great. That's yeah. lovely. That is something that is, it's a part of history, yeah, you so. know, and it has to be preserved and, you know, showcased. Yeah, so that's that's exciting. And, you know, it's a bunch of us, so there's a, probably a few more things in the works as, yes. we, as we look forward the next three, five, maybe ten years. Uh, just getting more family involved in a restaurant and giving them avenues to uh, be involved and yeah. participate. That's great. That's great to spread the umbrella, mm -hmm. you know, and have everybody under there. And it's, like I said, you, you guys are the most gracious family that is just humble and just just good. Oh, you know, like you. you could feel the the generosity like through your pores. And oh, it, well, it's, you. it's like when you guys came for dinner, you know, I walked in there and I'm like, man, I'm like, that family is just so beautiful. Oh, you know, it, you. it's, you just give off such a, a, a beautiful energy that if you're in a bad mood or something is wrong, like, it's gone instantly because it's just, like, your smile right now. Oh, you God. know, it's well, just, I don't know, I just feel like the focus is just about good, you know, with, with the Chase family. And that's something that is, more people need to do that. Oh, well, thank you. That's what we strive to do, so thank you, thank you. And we enjoyed that Then I actually came here. That was for my birthday. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Great, great time, a great meal, and thank you for coming out and hanging with us. Yeah, it was. That was a wonderful time. Such a beautiful family, oh. physically, mentally, the whole thing. You know, like, everybody's like, man, Duke is just a good-looking man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. I, I had nothing to do with good it. Jeans, I, I, good, good jeans. jeans. Good jeans. Good yeah, jeans. Good well, jeans. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming today and chatting with us and giving us the history 
and we look forward to dining at your restaurant again and congratulations on your new spot and we will be there for brunch thank you so much it has been a pleasure i always love being here yes thank you so much thank you Make way for the reverb, y'all. Yeah. Make way for the reverb. Yeah, Bill! Make way for the reverb. 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 Back up. Everybody back up. Give us a rock. Give us a rock.